Time for drive through trivia. Lunchbox, what'd you do? Just went to different drive throughs in my neighborhood, fast food restaurants, and I just interviewed the people like they were on a game show, and then I asked them a trivia question. Very easy trivia question. So what we're going to do, Amy, is gamble to see if they get it right or wrong. Okay. They missed some of these, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, okay. Here we go. Thank you, Kevin. How you? How are you doing today? I'm feeling pretty good right now. What makes you feel so good? His name is Jesus. Oh, he just gets down in your soul or what? <laughs> Set it on fire, baby. Walks and talks to you. Who was the winner of season one of American Idol? All right, now you can have the first answer. And we're going to be gambling. How much a question? 20 bucks a question? Wow. Okay. We don't keep we don't keep it if we win. We donate it. It's amazing. 20 bucks for the first question. You get to have control. Does she get it right or not? Now, he asked her who won the first season of American Idol. The answer is obviously Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. But it's if she gets it. Yes or no, Amy? I don't think she does. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know. I just don't think she does. There's been so many since then. It's going to be hard. So I say no. So you say no. Okay, mm-hmm. so that means I have yes. I c- get that Kelly Clarkson. Here we go. Ruben Stoddard. Who? Ruben Stoddard. Oh, he was in season two. Dang. Dang. Okay, I lost 20 bucks. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, here we go. Question number two. How's it going, man? It's going all right. I'm working, you know. What are your three best qualities as a human being? Kind, funny, and generous. All right, that's what I'm talking about. And what's your favorite TV show? Community. Who invented the light bulb? All right. So I get to decide. The answer is Thomas Edison. Why didn't you say that with me? You said I get to decide. Yeah, but last time I said the answer is, and we did Kelly Clarkson. Oh, sorry. Did you I know, know it was Thomas Edison? Of course. <laughs> of course. Mm. Oh, uh, my gosh. Easy gonna, trivia me. I would get that. I'm going to say the guy gets it for 20 bucks. Yeah, I'm going to say he gets Thomas Edison. All right, here we go. If this, if this is going to be a Thomas Edison debate, I'm going to get real mad. Yeah. I'm going with Thomas Edison. Boom. <laughs> Back oh, so to even. There you go. There's a debate. Do you guys have a debate before? No, I guess there's a debate on really who invented the light bulb. I don't know. All right, next up, question three. Thank you for choosing Popeye's. How can I help you? How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Three best characteristics about you are. Um, I have a wonderful smile. I love to help people. I don't know. That's. I think that's about it. I got two. If you could travel anywhere in the world, you could go anywhere you wanted to go, where would you go? Scotland. Um, I just like castles and things. I wish I was born in the Renaissance age. What's the fastest land animal in the world? I wonder what they're thinking. Like, why is this guy asking <laughs> me questions about me and then trivia? Yeah. Like, both are weird things to happen, especially at the same time. Uh, okay, you want me to answer land, it? It'll be... We need to answer it together. One, two, three. Cheetah. Good. Um, <laughs> why didn't you say it with me? Buns didn't answer. <laughs> oh, I know it. I know it. Okay, well, so I knew how to say But is she going to get it right is the question. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, cheetah's the first thing that comes to people's mind. What else are you going to say? Like, what else would you say? Hmm. Give me another. An ostrich? Well, they're pretty nah. fast. Right. I just don't think I, that's what tiger. people say Tigers. first. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to say she gets it right. She says cheetah. Yeah. For $20. All right. Um, a cougar. Boom. She meant <laughs> cheetah. <laughs> no, not she meant. She did, though. Uh-huh. You know she did. Mm-mm. All right, over to me. 
Next question. What makes you so awesome? Because that's just us. Is when that, good people like you coming through here, we always awesome. What is it about your personality that everybody loves? Because you got a great personality. I don't know. I guess I just ain't got nothing to frown about, darling. What like makes my you... My granny always say, kill them with kindness. That's my motto. I'm going to kill you with kindness. Monica, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. What makes you smile? Like Money. I'm making money. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the snowman in the movie Frozen? All right, it's up to me now. <sighs> you know this? Yeah, it's Olaf. I've never seen Frozen, though. And I, I wouldn't know it if it wasn't for answering questions about it on this show. I'm going to say that she gets it for 20 bucks. If I get it right, we're back to even. It's zero. I'm going to say she no, gets it. You, no, you're up 20. Oh, if I get it wrong. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look All right. <laughs> Feeling good. Let me hit Siri on that. No, no, no. You don't. You, <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, I, I don't. I haven't watched Frozen. Mm, so no answer. So we're back to even. Yeah. One more question. Do it 50 bucks? Yeah, why not? How's it going? Oh, that's good. What do you do when you're not working? Exercise. What kind of exercise? Lift weights? Run? What do we do? Uh, I, I can't lift weights right now, but I'm just... uh. Like a home workout and cardio. What are you getting in shape for? Um, football. Oh, what position you play? Linebacker. What grade are you in? I'm going to be a senior this year. How many inches are in one foot? Well, he should nail that one, and <laughs> yeah. Amy gets that easy question. It's 12. Well, yeah, but does he get it? <laughs> yes. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. If, if he doesn't... I win. If he does, you win. Okay. All right, go ahead. Um, twelve. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> wow. I worry that a sec. All right. I win. Follow with your dollars. I owe me fifty bucks. I'll donate. Where do you mean donate it? Um. You think about it. Yeah, let me think about it, and I'll get back to you. Hmm. So many places you could send it. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> All right, we done? Yeah. All right, Amy wins $50. Uh, nice job, Lunchbox. That is drive through trivia. I was listening to Scotty McCreary talk about his wife getting on to him because the two things that she's annoyed with him for are leaving the cap off the toothpaste and leaving the toilet seat up. Uh, for me, I'm good on those, but I just we just constantly are having a hot air, cold air thing. Like, I need it to be freezing. And to me, it's not freezing. It's normal. <laughs> but she's just constantly just cold, cold, cold. And if it's normal... For me, I need. I like 68, 69. You do. Uh, I mean, this studio is 65. Oh, yep, so and cold. we hate it. So cold. All of us. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> I start to go, I start to realize it's not her, because everywhere I go, people are upset at me. For the I think it could just be you, man. You like it really cold. I like cold because I got to be quick. I got to think. You got to be sharp when you're cold, because when I'm hot, I'm like this. <laughs> uh, so that's what we kind of argue about, if we argue. But I was there's a whole story about thermostat wars. How important is room temperature to you, Amy? Very important. What is your perfect room temperature? Like 72. Ooh, Sahara. Wow. That's warm. Yeah, I don't need it on, but it's a war for me to keep it at 72 because my husband puts it at 75. <laughs> Half, oh, wow. You guys aren't going the opposite way. We're, no, we're he's down like, below. he says we're wasting money, and I say mm. we're, we're being normal. Uh, half people say they've gotten into a fight with their significant other about room temperature. Yes. Which seems a little low. 
This is how long the average American can stand the heat before finally turning on the AC. Nearly half of Americans wouldn't be with someone who didn't have the same thermostat etiquette as them. Eddie, how are you and your wife with thermostat etiquette? We both agree at 75. Wow, we like it's it so hot. hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thermostat etiquette is real. And according to a poll of 2,000 Americans, arguments over thermostats are serious enough that nearly one of four Americans have ended a relationship or friendship because of it. Well, that seems what? a little harsh. But you guys are still early in your relationship. You think that'll end it? The thermostat? No, uh... Can you imagine? <laughs> That's what breaks it. All right, Lunchbox, what did you try to do? I tried to get my birthday party booked at a Chick-fil-A on a Sunday because, you know, they're closed on Sunday, but I'm a really rich businessman, so will they open it for me if I pay them extra? All right, here we go. Hey, it's Jason Gibble, businessman making business deals, trying to get that money. How are you today? Good, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. I was calling because I want to have my birthday party at Chick-fil-A. The date is Sunday. Oh, unfortunately, sir, I don't think that's going to be able to happen just because we are closed on Sundays. Oh, but you don't know. I'm the businessman making business deals trying to get that money. I am super rich, and I am willing to pay a fee to have you open it on the Sunday. I'm sorry, sir. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to open on the Sunday for your birthday party. I do apologize about that. Oh, did you give up? Oh, no, I didn't give up. I'm not going to give up. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> I will give you $25,000 in cash. I'll bring it in a duffel bag because I'm rich, and I've been wanting to do this since I was a kid, and now that I'm a multimillionaire, I can do things like this. I can offer you 25000 You bring the key, you open it up, and we have Chick-fil-A on a Sunday for my birthday. Yeah, I, I, I do apologize about, about that, sir, but I'm still going to have to say no. Okay, okay. You drive a tough bargain, I'll give you $50,000. <laughs> my money means nothing to me. All right, sir, I'm going to have to go. I hope you have a wonderful day. No, no, ma'am, ma'am, this, this is my dream for my birthday. I'm so sorry, sir. No, no, ma'am. Have a wonderful day. No, ma'am, 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 ma'am. Oh, there she Dang. goes. My favorite thing about when Lunchbox tries to talk money with people is how he constantly has to tell them he's rich. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just has to say it. I'm rich. I'm rich. Where nobody that actually is rich ever has to say they're uh-huh. rich. Well, yeah, because when you see someone that's rich, you can see their nice car, their big house, but she can't see that over the phone, so she has to know that I'm not joking about <laughs> me being rich. Would you think, though, if you called and actually did offer this kind of money, they would open up? Man, I thought, man, and I don't even think she was the man. I, I mean, I'm thinking a low-level employee low would level. be like, you know what? I think I can get the key for $25,000. Like, I think you could probably get for in, sure, right? you got to talk to the right person. Yeah, but that one, she wasn't having it. She, she was loyal to the brand. Do you want to say what town that was in or no? Oh, we don't have to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jason Gibble, businessman, making business moves, trying to get that money, strikes again, uh, unsuccessfully. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Brianna's a nail tech in North Carolina. You know, you go in, get a Manny, a Petty. So she's helping this lady out, giving her a Manny, Petty. And they're just talking about life. And Brianna's talking about, yeah, I'm pregnant. I'm going to have this daughter. And I'm so excited. And I want all these things in life. The lady gets done. Love the service. Goes to the front desk, pays, and says, hey, Bri, love the service. And I hope you get all the treasures you want. And tipped her $1,000. Wow. Woo. That's cool. That's a big old tip. Who tells that story? Oh, mm. Brianna. You think the tipper oh, she's got tells a bri- the brag about? Heck yeah! No, a lot of times the tippers don't. Oh, yeah. maybe. Oh, you're saying is it the person that got the tip or the person that left the tip? Yeah, like how does that story get to the news? Sometimes uh, a waiter will take a picture of a receipt, and I always feel like as a former waiter, that's a bit much. 
like the person that left the tip if they didn't put it out themselves they probably don't want that to be known the yeah. way the waiter I, I, I bet you the lady that tipped Brianna went home and wrote on Facebook I just did something special for the did. girl at the nail salon I gave her a thousand bucks that's a great story I love it I just always wonder how that stuff gets out you know yeah I don't is. mind too if people like talk about causes they donate to if it brings attention to a cause actually I'm for that where if someone goes hey you know, I just donated whatever to this, and this is why. I'm cool with that because would you just, you're one, you're donating, and I never hate anybody for donating. But two, I think it's cool to bring awareness to things you're passionate about. Yeah. But that, I was, I'd be curious how that story gets out there. That's a good one, though. That's Tell Me Something Good. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Richland County, South Carolina. A couple ordered pizza and a two liter of Pepsi, and when the delivery driver showed up, he only had the pizza. Couple gets upset, drives up to the Pizza Hut. You didn't give us our Pepsi! And instead of just getting the Pepsi, they pulled out a gun and stole the Pepsi. What is wrong with people? Oh, the gun, man. <laughs> so that's all they took. They reached across the counter and took a two liter of Pepsi and ran out. The gun, man. Yeah, I just. Just the gun. That's crazy. Because you pull a gun on somebody, if they have a gun too, yeah. they're not going to wait. When you see gun, that's like, oh, I'm threatened with a weapon. What wow. do you say if you're gonna if you're gonna? Uh-uh, ch- I'm not saying anything. Okay, all right. no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> saying it ain't worth a Pepsi. Okay. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Here's a message from Millicent in Washington. Good morning, studio. I was just calling because my husband just recently got deployed, and I'm going to have to spend my birthday alone this year again. So I was just wondering if you had any ideas on what I could do this year for my birthday. Something really cool and fun. Thanks. I hope you guys have a great day. Boy, that's tough. Alone, cool, and fun. I had a birthday full quarantine. We have Millicent on. We we got the message, so then we called her. Hey, Millicent, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Millicent. How's it going? Good. How about you? Pretty good. It's always weird. I felt like I'm talking <laughs> to someone famous because I heard her voicemail. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is really her. That's kind of weird. I feel like I'm talking to somebody famous right now. <laughs> Millicent, I have, some, I, have, I have a story. I have a story I'm going to share with you, okay? My birthday was in full quarantine, and... It was my 40th birthday, and we were supposed to have a humongous party, and Amy had planned it for months, and it ended up not happening. And so, but I still, I had Caitlin and Amy there, and it was still a great birthday. But I think the reason it was a great birthday is because I didn't put a lot of expectation into it. Amy had a quarantine birthday. This is going to happen, especially if your husband is in the military, so there's going to be, I think... A handful of special occasions that you're going to have to go through alone, but it doesn't mean you can't make them special and memorable. And uh, it's also why we're here, because we want to make it a little bit special. Yeah. Uh, before we make it special, let me know about what's up with your husband. What's his name? Can you say his name? Yeah, his name is Jacob. And where's he? what branch of the military is in? He's in the Navy. Well, tell him that we said we appreciate him, that we're very grateful for his service. We're grateful for, for you, too, because, listen, as Amy can attest to, being a military wife's not easy. Oh, it's definitely hard sometimes. Well, for sure when they're gone, because you get worried about what they're doing and uh, when they're going to come back. Hmm. Well, now's where I come in and Mm -hmm. swoop in and give a little bit of delight. Come on. Well, here's what I'm going to do, Millicent. Hey, do you live in Washington State or Washington, D.C.? Washington State. Oh, wow. I just moved here two months ago in the middle of all of this corona stuff happening. Where'd you move from? And um, I moved from Virginia. All the way across the country. Did you drive that? Yeah. So he actually had to be here before I did. And I had to drive by myself from Virginia 
I stopped in Tennessee, saw some family, stopped in Texas, and then came on all the way to Washington. Holy moly. Okay, but here, Millicent, here's what I have for you. I am going to give you a $500 Visa gift card from giftcards.com. Wow. Yeah. So you can, whatever you want, whatever, you can spend this anywhere that takes Visa gift cards, which is basically anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a $500 Visa gift card from giftcards.com uh, just for listening and calling and since your husband is serving us. Wow. Thank you so much. Does that make your birthday a little better? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. We like that. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Happy birthday. Hang in there. How old are you going to be? 22? 23. Oh, Wow. I can always tell. <laughs> You're close. You can, can always tell. All right, hey, Millison, hang on, and uh, we'll get all your information, okay? Okay, thank you. I'm going to play you a country artist doing Jingle Bells. All you have to do is name the artist singing Jingle Bells. Again, they're all singing the same song. This is an example. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Over the fields we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. Well, there you, no, not George oh my gosh. Gosh. But yes. You would have missed it and you'd be out, but that was an example. You did that on purpose, right? No. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the Name the artist singing jingle bells. It's survivor style. Gotta stay in to win. First one up. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits bright. You struggling? What fun it is I to had to. Sing and I had to scratch out. Did you? Who, who'd you scratch out? I, I scratched out Dolly. Okay, and who'd you put? I put Reba. Eddie? Yeah, I thought Dolly at first, but then I put Reba. Amy? Reba. Reba. The answer is Reba. <sighs> okay. Name this person singing Jingle Bells. Dashing through the snow In a one-horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go Laughing all the way Bells on bobtail ring Making spirits bright What fun it is Lunchbox? That's easy. That's my girl Dolly. Eddie? Now that one's Dolly. Amy? Dolly. Correct. I like it on this song when they go ha ha ha. Play it again. They should always do this part. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh or the fields we go laughing all the way. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Part of the song. Yeah, you need to get ha 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 in there. Next up, can you name this country artist singing Jingle Bells? Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh or the fields we go laughing all the way. Making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a slang song tonight. Oh, jingle bells. Lunchbox? Man, I'm just going to go off the vibe. I felt like that was an island vibe. I put Kenny Chesney. Eddie? From the islands, man. Kenny Chesney. Oh, yeah. Kenny Chesney. It is. Steel drums. Yeah. Nice. Good job, everybody. Thank you. Next up, can you name this? They get a little harder now. Oh, can that you name was hard. This country artist doing Jingle Bells. Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to laugh and sing a sleigh song tonight. Whoa, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all. Lunchbox, your answer? George Strait. Eddie? Uh, that is George Strait. 
<gasps> Amy? George Strait. Correct. <gasps> you guessing at that one? I felt okay about it, but I was like, Bobby said they're going to get harder, so that's maybe too obvious. Next up. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh or the fields we go laughing all the way <laughs> Bills on Bob It's making spirits bright what fun it is to write and sing a sleighing song tonight with Jingle Bell. It's a tough one because there's a few artists that sound like that. Yeah. Lunchbox, who do you have? I'll put Alan Jackson. Not one of the artists that I was thinking sounded like that, <laughs> but okay. I, mean, I have no idea. Eddie? I'm going to go with Josh Turner. What? Jingle Bell. What? I'm like, I'm going to be the only one that gets this. Oh, you don't think that... Oh, you think I'm wrong? You don't think I got it right? Are you so sure about yours? I thought I was. Yeah, what do you have? Garth Brooks. No, that is not (laughs) Garth. (laughs) Have you listened to Garth Brooks? (laughs) And she laughed at our answer. Yeah. (laughs) Eddie, come on now. (laughs) None of you are right. What? Oh, that was very much Garth. Listen for it. No, I... Okay, that's you. Okay, uh, that's Scotty McCreary. Oh, damn. Oh. Play it again so they can hear it. Well, nobody got it, so now we got to go to speed round. Oh, okay. boy. Buzz in with your name as soon as you know who this is. Here we go. Dashing through the snow. Eddie. Eddie. Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson is? You've got to be kidding me. Correct. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Eddie, what would you like to say to all your Hey, everybody Merry Christmas (laughs) (laughs) Yes Nice again All right, let's go to Roger in Northern Arizona. Hey, Bobby Bones. Good morning, studio. Hey, I'm calling from Northern Arizona. Just heard the announcement you guys are coming to 107.5 Colt Country over here. And super pumped. Been listening to the podcast for the last few years religiously. And yeah, anybody who hasn't heard the show, just listening for the first time, give them a chance. You guys will fall in love with it. Great show, great people, and super excited. We have started on 107.5 Colt Country. Flagstaff, Arizona. So appreciate anybody that's listening. It's tough. It's always a tough transition because, as I say, we're not a great radio show, but I think we're a really good uh, show with a bunch of people that you can find someone that you understand and relate to. And, you know, we don't have good voices. We're kind of normal folks. So, uh, but appreciate that. We're very excited to be on there. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's going to be no more Starbucks office type situations post-coronavirus. You know, you mean corporate? Well, no. I mean, people used to take their laptop to Starbucks, oh. sit there for several hours, and that was, quote, their office for the day. People can't do that anymore? Well, they're, it's shifting. I mean, I guess technically you could, but Starbucks says that they're aiming to shift their coffee shops and focus more on mobile ordering and takeout only. They're going to be closing 400 stores and opening up more of like grab-and-go locations with drive through options. So they're encouraging people to get your coffee and go somewhere else. Don't linger here. Hmm. <laughs> well, the one near my house, people are still chilling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of chillers in there. You know, it reminds me of Pizza Hut. 
I love Pizza Hut, but there aren't many Pizza Huts you can go into anymore. And you used to be able to. Pfft, used to be. I, I live there. Salad yeah. bar? I would salad bar hard. <laughs> At salad bar, we get our pizza. Get in a booth. Uh, yeah. And so there are still a few. There are still some. You know, I'm from very rural America, and I think there are still some there because the same owners have them. But not as many anymore. When there's a new one that goes up, it's one of those little the little ones, little poppers. Yep. Yeah. What else you got, Amy? So I have uh, the top lifestyle changes that people make when they become parents. And then I, I really feel like this story stood out to me, Bobby, because I feel like you and Caitlin are progressing. I don't know exactly what's going to happen oh, in your relationship. Well, we have two kids now. It's happened so <laughs> well, quickly. That was quick. Yeah, it was all. <laughs> no, but it's probably in the next year or two. I don't know. Yes, oh, for sure. Yeah, no. we're not even. We're. I know, but and then there's it's like all a few happen. steps before that. I know. I'm still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is what you have to look forward to changing. Your I haven't life. got a smile out of Ray by saying that, and he doesn't <laughs> smile at anything ever. Go ahead. Well, first of all, uh, once you become a parent, you cut out irresponsible friends. Okay, I've already done that anyway. Oh, okay. And or I've changed my irresponsible friends to being responsible. Look Eddie's, at you. Eddie's as responsible as it gets. He shows up on time. It's a great example. Yeah. And I used to be very irresponsible, even though I've had kids for twelve years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, they started saving to buy a house. Okay. That happens. Uh, get a more steady job once you got kids. Uh, make an actual serious effort to save money. And then stop going out late. Yeah, a lot of that. That just sounds like being an adult. I've been on since I've been like 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to grow up early, but yeah, yeah. All right. Is that it? Yeah. I mean, that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. You know what's odd is carbon monoxide poisoning because people don't really, you don't see it. Like yeah, no, you, yeah, there's, it just happens. I've thought of that often because I have a gas stove and sometimes I have to tell my kids, do not ever turn this knob ever. Yeah, ever. right. Because you won't know until you, you get sick. And that's you what the story is. won't wake up. A mom and her three kids are lucky to be alive and can thank their teenage brother for saving them from a carbon monoxide leak. He's 14. He got to his sister's house before school. He found her and her kids were all really sick. And he's like, well, this is weird. So he calls 911. His sister was so ill that she couldn't move her children. So he grabs them, one's three, one's five, one's 11. They all, he gets them all out of the house. And the ambulance gets there and is like, oh, he's the hero. Like they were so close to really being caught by carbon monoxide because they already had it and were, were poisoned. But in the fact that apparently it was a faulty heater because you mentioned your stove. Uh-huh. Yeah, wow. I don't even have carbon monoxide things in my house. I always felt like it was you a- You don't re- have a gas stove? No, I'm talking about like sensors. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant like anything in your house that could leak anything. Oh, I probably have lots of that. <laughs> I probably got asbestos, <laughs> carbon monoxide. Yeah. I'm probably good. I'm caught up on that. Lead. Yeah, just just eating it up. Mm-hmm. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good for this kid. This uh, this this teen, 14 year old Alex Arietta. So shout out, and that is what it's all about right there. That was tell me something good. Over to Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. What did the volcano say to his girlfriend? What did the volcano say to his girlfriend? I love you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Got a voicemail here from someone in England. Here you go. Hi guys, just want to say morning studio. Uh, I listen to the show every day from, from here in England and it's really helped me get through all this coronavirus craziness. But my lord, every time you guys talk about England or 
mention a location here, you, you really do get the pronunciation wrong. So, proceed back, you know. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. You're welcome. Huh. Like what? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Probably not going to stop. We just mess it up. No, we don't do it on purpose. Uh, sorry about that. We'll try to do better. Uh, one more. This is Alyssa, Kelly, Caitlin, and Todd from Richmond, Virginia. Um, I just wanted to suggest a funny joke for Amy's morning corny. It goes, what do eggs say when they're turning up? Omelette. <laughs> do you get it? What do eggs Omelette. say when they're turning yeah. it up? Omelette. Omelette. No, that's good. There you go. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> I was trying to think of if I've ever been emotional after a breakup. I'm just not someone who gets extremely emotional. I kind of never get too high, never get too low for the most part. And most of my breakups have been like, well, just logically looking at our relationship, I can't see how this is going to be long term. Now, the one I'm in now, that is not the case. But the ones that, that I've been in and we've broken it off, it's always been pretty good. It's never fun. But we've all remained cool afterward, and if they ever needed a loan or their tire fix, I'd be right there. No, no bad blood anywhere. You ever have a crazy breakup where you're just, like, upset? Devastated and, yeah. and bawling and can't eat and don't want to leave my house for days? Yeah. <laughs> More than one? Yeah. Explain to me how that works. So you break I up. No, It sucks. What do you mean? What do you, I'm going to explain jealous. to you how I'm, like, super, my heart was totally broken. Like, I'm jealous because I think if you can't feel the lows, you can't feel mm-hmm. the highs, right? Agree. Yeah. So that's why I'm jealous is, is you uh, break up and then what happens to your body? Are you, I've never lost my appetite because of an emotion <laughs> in my life. Have you, yeah. do you ever go um, not eating? One, one time I spent a lot of time just in the shower on the floor of the shower with the, with the water running over me. You sat in the shower? And I would play, I would spend a lot of time there. I would get out and then I'd go get back in and I would play um, It's a Great Day to Be Alive. Travis Tritt, yeah. To remind myself <laughs> that it's a great day. But now I hear that song, it's one of my favorite songs, but I instantly go back to the shower on the floor. But yeah, that's one example. When you, when, when you check out of a devastation like that, because I have a story I'm going to read you, but is it a gradual climb out or do you just go... Okay, not devastated anymore, Pilgrim. No, it's gradual. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. And then the one after that was really, really hard. I think it took me a very, very, very long time. I cried a lot. And then months had passed, like months. And then I ran into him, and I cried again in front of him. <laughs> oh, <boy>. oh. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. It was bad. Well, the story says never break, with, break up with someone on an airplane. Oh, well, yeah. An airline passenger has been detained after attempting to smash a plane window at 30,000 feet after she got dumped. Oh, well, I never wanted to smash anything. The but. 29-year-old woman had been drinking heavily due to her boyfriend breaking up with her. Footage shows the flight attendants trying to comfort the crying woman who suddenly started hitting the cabin window until it cracked at 30,000 oh, feet. Oh, my goodness. The plane had to make an emergency landing. By the way, if I'm Googling, because we would all Google, we still will. If we're dating somebody, we Google them. See what, see, they've been on the local news, right? Hmm. If I Google and I'm dating this girl <laughs> later on and I see that she got so upset she cracked a plane window, that's probably a red flag to not hop in. Would it be for you? Yes. So she could go to jail because you can't Man. break can't a do window. That. You no. can't get emotional and break a window <laughs> in an airplane. If you would have been in an airplane suffering how you were suffering, do you think you'd try to bust a window? No, I never was trying to. Um, no, I just was suffering from a broken heart. Yeah, I wasn't like angry or mad or wanting to punch things. There was no rage, but there was just sadness. Yeah, it sucks. I'm jealous. 
I know. Yeah, not because of the sadness, but because too high. You know, you can't experience low, can't experience right. high. Right. I yeah. can appreciate yeah. that. I know that my joys can be really amazing because I also know my my pains. What happened with your son? Oh, well, he is getting too cool for me. He always will hold my hand at home, in public, whatever. And we're running errands. I said, hey, buddy, hold my hand. And he looked at me and said, oh, mom, I'd rather not. That's embarrassing. Oh, wow. I don't even know where he learned that. Where does he learn? Oh, mom, I'd rather not. That's embarrassing. I was depressed. And learn it from me. I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> Dang. I don't know That's where tough. he's picking up. He's also, he Maybe said. his older sister? Mm, she's never wanted to really hold my hand. Actually, though, you know what's funny about siblings is she was with me. And I don't, again, I don't ex- ever expect her to hold her hand. But she wants to get under his skin so bad that the minute he says that, she goes, Mom, I'll hold your hand. And she I just <laughs> nice. remembered that part of the story. Like, she held my hand. But I was just more devastated by the fact that he didn't want to. But... And I would think that it's special she wouldn't hold mine, but I knew she was just doing it because suddenly he didn't want to. That's how kids work. So he also said something the other day, and I thought, where did you learn that? I think I I asked him something, and his response was, how am I supposed to know? And I was like, I know you're getting good at English, but what? (laughs) (laughs) Where? where? That's not an answer to me. That's an unacceptable answer. You don't ever respond to anybody with, how am I supposed to know? What did no. you tell him about the hand-holding? Well, I mean, I can't force him to hold my hand, but I just said, oh, well, I didn't know I was such an embarrassment to you. Eddie, your oldest son, is he embarrassed of you? Big time. Like, like He's 12? He's 12, and I love putting my arms around him, you know, like, come over here, little guy, whatever. Cannot do that anymore. He does a little move where he just ducks his head under, and he's out. He won't do it, or he gets my hand and says, don't do that. And, and this is only in public. In the house, like, whatever. He's like, yeah, what up, Dad? Well, hang. The little ones, I mean, I can totally do. I mean, they're cool with everything right now, but I know that time's coming. At what age did your oldest go, I don't want to be all handsy in public? I would say maybe three years ago, two years ago. I, I think I think just school. Something it's about happening. school. Whenever we're at school, I would go to the school to go, you know, eat lunch with him, whatever, and be like, hey, I'd sneak up behind him, put my arm around him. He's like, nope, uh-uh, not here. You're not doing that. What advice do you give Amy? Just deal with it. It just happens. <laughs> It happens, Amy. It's so sad. Deal with it. All right. That's another parenting <laughs> advice segment. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this nurse that noticed a baby at the hospital that didn't get any visitors for five months. The baby was there being treated for neonatal abstinence syndrome. It's a result of her mom using drugs during the pregnancy. Social social services was trying to place the baby. The name was her name was Giselle. They're trying to put her in foster care, but it hadn't worked out yet. And she's got all these health challenges. Well, the nurse just decided, you know what? I think I'm going to adopt this baby. So she took it upon herself to like do what she needed to do. And now she's the mom of baby Giselle. Yeah. The parents had their rights terminated. No other family members were found. And it's official. Her name is Liz Smith. So shout out Nurse Liz for paying attention to this baby. Wow. What a story. That was Tell Me Something Good. Had some listeners send me a bunch of questions. Uh, I'll answer. Amy, Eddie, you guys answer these too. Uh, first question. Other than sushi, what should you never buy from a gas station? Uh, I'll go first. 
The hot dogs on the rotator. Oh, yeah, you got that was me. My next that was one. it. Or the movie theater. Don't buy them because I didn't <laughs> tell you. I bought sushi and hot dogs from those things. I got another one. What? Uh, milk. Don't buy chocolate milk, milk or whatever. Most of the chocolate milk because a lot of that stuff, ex- I mean, it's really close to expired or something. I buy most of my milk from the gas station. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. I do most of when I go grocery shopping. Caitlin does most of it now. She orders it on an app. I go and I, I go to the gas. I have to pick something up. Gas station. I'm like, I don't want to park and walk all through the grocery store. I get store. it. I get it. I can park and walk the to get it back out. Just like that. And it's what, convenient? Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. Me at a grocery store, got to find a place to park. Got to walk, walk, walk. Got to go in. Got to get a walk around. Me at a gas station. Well, walk in, walk out, back out. <laughs> That's it. Done. Uh, Amy, go ahead. Like a tuna sandwich or Ooh. something. Oh, yeah. the sandwiches like that come in the little. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Eddie? Yeah. Well, my mom's milk. I'm telling you, oh, the, milk. the last time bones, I got milk at a convenience store. I mean, it was that, not. Did you check the expiration date? No, I just oh, okay. I took a sip and I'm like, oh. <laughs> what did you want to be as a kid but seems really stupid right now? I'll go first. Uh, radio TV. <laughs> uh, no, no job security here, uh, Amy. I mean, it's stupid because there's no way I would have made it through the school. For it, but a veterinarian. That's what I wanted to be. Eddie, I wanted to be a, a ke- like chemistry guy, just yeah. because I like like the. What whole, do you mean a chemistry guy? Someone, what does that mean? Someone that just mixed stuff in tubes and like made things blow up. I had no idea what chemistry was, but it looked cool when I saw it on TV. What did a teacher do at your school with no backlash that you can't believe they got away with? I had a teacher once ooh, ooh. who we all knew they were. This teacher was making out with students. What? And nobody didn't think about it. Dude, in high school. high school or college? High school. Oh, because I had that in college. High but. school, and this teacher was young for a high school teacher, and it was like 17, 18-year-olds. But you still, if you're 17, 18 in high school, and they're 23, 24, you still can't do that. And nobody really cared because it wasn't 12, which was weird. You? Yeah, I don't know that I can think of anything a teacher did. Oh, you? yeah. Hey, I had a teacher in high school. Senior year, we would party at her house. Like me and like five dudes. Really? Uh-huh. Like party or party? Oh. Just part. No, like, like we would just drink. And okay. she would make us drinks. Well, is this weird? In third grade, uh, one of my teachers, if you got, if you're got good enough behavior and good enough grades, you got to spend the night at her house. I never got to, but other people did. I don't think that's weird. It, was a, it would be weird now. I think, I don't even know that it'd be weird now, but we would say you can't do it now. All right. right. Or if it was a guy teacher with girls, it would be Correct. weird. Okay. Can't do but, that. But, but she was cool. She, I, I know yeah. she meant yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it just, different times. What's something you would love to do but can't justify the cost? Love to do, love to buy. I'll go first. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to buy these shoes. They retail for about 100 bucks. They're the Ben & Jerry, uh, the Dunks. They're the Nike Dunks. It's like ice cream off. But the, right now, if you go and buy them off a website, they're $2,200. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'd buy them for retail. There is zero, but I, I can't justify the cost. It's still not as crazy as where my brain went for justifying the cost. What? <laughs> Well, my husband loves to fly airplanes, so I've always wanted to buy, a buy him a plane, but I can't justify the cost. <laughs> yeah, it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, to be fair, your husband was in the Air Force for a long time. He does, He's yes, not like a guy who just likes to flies. fly. No, but I mean, I wish, yeah, there's a lot of pilots, especially Air Force ones. Like, they get they get together. Sometimes they can get a plane, Like, but there's like 10 people and that, but we just, yeah, we don't have that. Eddie? I want a boat, man. Yeah? Like, I want a boat really bad, but I can't. I can't do that. And I was I was on the lake too, like you know. I last- go shoes, and Amy goes airplane. It's like, and Eddie's right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's a normal. Right? <laughs> well, I was just I went extreme, of course. Amy's I- like a castle, <laughs> <laughs> a castle in Ireland. Yeah. No, that's something. I guess I was just looking at the question a little differently. What would you need to get a boat? 
What do you mean what I need? Like what would happen in your life so you could get a boat? My kids would have to stop taking money from me. Mm. Is that going to happen? <laughs> like when they leave at the, the house. I don't yeah. know when that's going to be. But boats are just such a, aren't they just a money pit? That's what they say. Uh, what, bring another thousand, B-O-A-T? They say, they say the, the best two days of owning a boat are when you buy and when you sell it. They say a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> all right, send us your questions. We get those. Sometimes we'll read them all together and rattle them off for you. It's so weird, Amy. You're like the nicest, kindest, most giving person that I've ever known. Yet you now have this rage inside of you that you can't explain. Mm-hmm. Where do. you just want to slam things against walls. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's something deep rooted or do you think it's new with you adopting your kids? Oh, I think I'm dealing with some stuff and I don't know how to... I think some of it is a co- hormones mixed with uh, not knowing how to handle some stuff that's going on. Like new hormones? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm almost 40. I have stuff, hormones, stuff changing in my body that's weird. But I, so I think some of it is hormonal, but it is a combination of me not processing some of my emotions properly. Hmm. So do you have a new... Or my stress. Do you have a newfound empathy for people that do things in rage now? Hmm, interesting. Because I wouldn't want to use... Well, it depends on what their rage causes them to do because I I don't ever want to hurt anybody. So no, I don't have empathy for somebody that uses their rage in that way. But yeah, if they want to throw a water bottle across the room? Like smash a car. No, I don't want to hurt anybody. I mean, I guess they could smash it as long as nobody gets hurt. Their own car. Psh, psh, you're like, yeah. oh, I get it. I No, I don't I don't think I have the, I don't want to smash my car. The only thing I'm telling you I want to do or that I have done is throw a water bottle. I want to throw the fruit bowl, slam stuff, slam the milk down on the counter like really hard and yell. And what is your therapist? Because you're going to therapist, right? Yeah. What What do they say? Well, she thinks some, well, and then sometimes I just can't let it go. So I picture myself doing the action and then I'm like, oh, that feels so good. But I don't, I have control. So I don't do it. Again, nobody would be harmed. But I, I still resist the action because I don't feel like it's right anyways. Like I need to get control. And so, but then I have trouble letting it go and I'm still stressed and worked up and feeling anxious and having all these different feelings. So she has told me when I need to reset like that, I'm, I may need to dunk my face in ice water. Have you tried that yet? No, I haven't yet. It's just, but it's part of my assignment. You ever get rage at me? No. 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 If I see you over there and your head's in a bucket of water, I'm like, oh boy, no, she needs a I minute. Don't ha- Let's no, let her. <laughs> but I promise you, if you were to see it, you would think, because I even think, I'm not joking. I think, who am I right now? Mm. Or you would be wondering, who is this person? Well, sometimes since you said you have rage now that comes, I sit next to you and wonder, oh no. boy. <laughs> It's not like that. Is this that. how it ends? She just starts stabbing me with a no. pen? No. No, I don't ever. Stop. Don't put me in that category. I don't ever want to hurt anybody. Okay. Right. I just have in like a extreme okay. desire to squish a ball and then throw it against the wall and smash. My husband and I were having an argument one day, and that's when I threw the water bottle. And it At was, him? And it was awesome. No, I threw it across the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
If you ever get rage filled in here, him. Yeah. just wiggle your ear and I'll just shut it down. It doesn't, it, I don't, I can't predict it, but I'll let you know. If for some reason you hear the imaging just slam in the middle of a segment, you know Amy wiggled her ear and we had to end the segment early. <laughs> okay? I hope I'm not alone in this. Yeah. So the question that I asked a couple shows ago was couples that blank together stay together. I said laugh. Amy said watch TV before they go to bed. <laughs> so lame. Eddie said pray. <laughs> Lunchbox, what did you say? I say shower together. You did? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so couples that shower together stay together? Yeah, because, look, that means they're not hiding anything, and it's your alone time, and it can be kind of, you know, you're making sure they're clean, and it's an enjoyable activity. All right. Interesting. That's a... Making I mean, sure they're what? clean. Like, <laughs> you're not hiding anything? Like, <laughs> hey. I don't know what happens in Lunchbox's house. Okay, like okay. search. I didn't know you had a gun like a, on you. Okay, what oh, you got chocolate in there? <laughs> <laughs> what are they hiding, dude? Yeah, and where? <laughs> There's the car keys. I've been looking for three days for those. All right. So, Lunchbox went out to the park to ask random people this question. So, people are walking around. Basically, he harassed people who were trying to get their day of fresh air. But he asked them, couples that blank together stay together. Um, communicate together? What, what is it about the communicate? I don't know, man. You got you to gotta make sure that, uh, even if they're different, you got to make sure you're sharing your, your hopes and your dreams and, and your life together, you know? <laughs> totally just, understand. Just, just so you know that uh, you got somebody there to support you. All right, here's number two. Drink together. Why do you think drinking together is important? It shows they're having a good time together. So they got mowing his yard. He's like, gotta go by. Yeah, the mower. <laughs> Here's uh, one more. Couples that blank together stay together. Progress. Growth is a yeah, good growth answer. Yeah, to, growth. Grow together. Okay, so, like what do you mean? As in just move forward in life. Okay. You know what I mean? Like strive, like being better. You know what I mean? Like the next step. Got you know it. what I mean? Together. Okay. How about you, my man? Communication, working together, <laughs> and encouragement. Encouragement. Okay, what about encouragement? You know, you gotta, so if they have goals that aren't necessarily yours, you can't, and if they're doing better than you, you gotta, you want them always to be better than you, and then you want them to be, you want them to tell you to be better than them. I'm Wait, just struck by all the things happening <laughs> in the background. <laughs> what are you? It's like, what is that? What, what, what was that happening music? that you walked up to? Uh, they were two skateboarders, and they had a little music player, and they were just hanging out. They were standing around. They weren't skating at that point, and... <laughs> Did people think it was weird that you were coming up to them? Yes. In a time of social distancing? I mean, I was six feet away. I kind of, hey, and I'd hold the phone out to record them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they kind of looked at me a little weird. Like, I stopped that one guy. The first guy, he was running. I waved at him and flagged him down. He probably thought something was wrong. And the guy's like, hey, man, <laughs> did your wife hide her car keys in her butt? Tell me about it. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. The owner of a 7-Eleven in Toledo, Ohio, took a slightly different approach to dealing with a shoplifter. Jay Singh watched on surveillance as a teenager put stuff in his pockets. He then went up to the teen and was like, hey man, why are you stealing? So the boy said this, I'm stealing for myself, I'm hungry. I'm also doing it for my younger brother. And it really wasn't what he expected when he confronted the kid. Either you think the kid runs or maybe fights back or something. Yeah. And so he said, hey, I'm not going to press charges. And he said, hey, take this, take some other pizzas, give him some sandwiches. He said, you're not going to be charged. And this is from the owner of the 7-Eleven. It's not going to make any difference to me if I give him some food because we make a lot of food. We sell a lot of food. If he goes to jail, he's definitely not going to be able to do anything good in life. And that's why I decided to help him. Oh, I love So that. I thought that was a good story. 
Yeah, and uh, I wanted to share it. That's my Tell Me Something Good today. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's hear from Jim in Pennsylvania. I was wondering if you could do a shout out for my wife who has been married to me for 30 years on Tuesday. We listen to your show on podcasts all the time. Talk about you guys like we're best friends. So have a great day and thank you. And the shout out goes to Barb and... If you could have Raymundo do a big yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, let us first say, Barbara, happy everything. You've been married 30 years. Sounds like your husband loves you. And now, a shout out from Ray. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Here's a, a call from Renee and Christy. Hey, Bobby, we just got done golfing, and we thought about you and Caitlin because you're golfing <laughs> all the time now. But we just wanted to tell you that we realized after our round that we got in cart number 69. Oh, my God. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) For people that think I'm an idiot for thinking that's funny, I think it's funny because it's idiotic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's one more. Hey, Bobby. Morning studio. So yesterday was my son's 12th birthday, and after all we did to celebrate him, I got questioned if I called the Bobby Bones show to announce it. Um, I didn't, so I lied to him and told him yes, but that he missed it because he got up too late to listen <laughs> to the show. <laughs> so here I am asking you to give him a birthday shout-out to my son, Alessio from Las Cruces, New Mexico. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Alessio and Las Cruces, thank you for listening. <laughs> nice. There you go. And happy birthday. It's all out there, it's but done. Yeah, she really didn't. But then she did, and you got on the air. Uh, you can always call us, leave us a message, 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77-B-O-B-B-Y. All right, we're done. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Uh, bye, everybody. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas from the Bobby Bones Show.